Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How's everybody doing today? Happy Thursday, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever day or time it is that you're listening. So happy to be back on the mic with you guys and so happy to be back doing episodes every single week for you guys. I needed that break so, so much, but I did really miss talking to you guys and I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with one of my favorite authors, and we talked a little bit more about relationships and love, and it was a different topic than what I normally talk about on here, so that was really fun for me as well. Today, we're going to switch gears and talk to two friends that have their own podcast together, and actually one of the hosts of that podcast is my podcast editor, Amanda, so shout out to Amanda. So happy that we got to record again and this time get to have your friend Lauren on with you because they started this podcast called That's So Us, which is all about friendship and music and social media and self-development, self-care, self-love, figuring out who you are and just bringing you along the ride of being in your mid-20s and figuring life out. And they're just sharing their experiences and their interests. And it's a really fun, fresh conversation, which I really, really like. So I get to introduce you guys to That's So Us, and I hope you guys enjoy. But before we dive in to that conversation, I wanted to do a quick suck and sweet of the week. Like always, my suck of the week is that I broke a nail today. Not really, that does suck and it hurts. But the real suck of the week is just feeling very bittersweet and I'm PMSing and anybody else, like I've been PMSing or not PMSing, I've been, I've had a cycle for 13 years now and you would think that I would know when it's PMS and I'm just being an emotional girl. Um, I don't know the difference. I'm really good at being in tune with my body and knowing when my cycle is coming, but I can never differentiate my emotions from just PMS and like a regular emotional like episode, you know? And so the last few days I've just been PMSing and been really, really sensitive and really emotional. And yesterday something happened and I was being a little bit hostile and I got called out for it in text messages with somebody. And, you know, I had to take a step back and I apologize for my, the way I was responding because it wasn't how I normally respond, especially with that person. And today I, you know, I took a step back and I was like, okay, I feel a lot better about the situation now. Like things are good, but why do I do that? Like, why do we all do that? PMS is such a bitch sometimes. Um, but yeah, I thought that was funny. It's not a suck of the week. It's just hilarious to be honest. And my sweet of the week is that I just had a really great call with two of my mentors who have become two of my best friends in the industry. And I just really enjoy when mentorship becomes friendship and you guys can talk about business and work and also about personal lives and just share the ups and the downs because honestly, no one knows entrepreneurship quite like other entrepreneurs. And it's like law school. Like if you're not in it yourself, you don't always understand. And it's really hard sometimes to relate to people, Um, especially my friends that are lawyers. Like, yeah, we're all lawyers, but the people who have a boss and a firm you know supporting them or a company it's a little different than doing it all on your own and sometimes I don't feel like I have someone to go to so that was really really nice it felt so good just connect with them 
chat, hang out for a little bit, and we're talking that maybe we'll make it more of a regular thing because it was really nice to just make space for each other. And that's something that I'm really working on right now. I'm in my soft girl era. I really want to be at least. And I really want to lean into friendships that feel good, relationships that feel good, and just make time for people who, you know, show that they want me in their life and make the effort to be in my life as well, not just me always being the one that's a giver. And so it was really nice to just have that little moment. And now I am getting back to work for a few more hours, and then I'm going to a networking event tonight, and I have a really exciting event tomorrow night. And, you know, then I'm going to New York again next week for just two days, staying with one of the girls that I was on the call with and going to a really exciting event that I don't want to spoil the details about. So stay tuned for that. Um, But yeah, I just had, it's been a good day. It's been a good day so far. So I'm, I'm in a good mood and I'm excited to see where the rest of the day and the rest of the week goes. So I hope everyone is having a really good week. Let's dive into this episode. I do want to give you guys a warning though that we do talk a little bit about eating disorders and self-harm. So if this is a trigger warning for you and you are not able to listen to this episode, I totally understand and sign off here Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. But yeah, I just wanted to give you guys that content warning, trigger warning, because you know sometimes it's not fun to hear that unexpectedly but that is a topic that does come up because that is a big part of our lives sometimes and we do need to share those moments as well when we are able to and to show that you know you're not alone and that we have all at times experienced moments like that. I know I have um, and I've talked about them a little bit on here in other platforms and other forms of content but yeah, just wanted to let you guys know. So if you like this episode, please leave a rating and review. Please subscribe to the show, share with a friend, tag us as you're listening. Let me know who you want to see next, what topics you want me to cover next, and I will talk to you guys all very soon. Let me know if you have any questions for me for my solo episode coming soon, and yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Meet Lauren and Amanda of That's So Us. So Amanda and Lauren, what is something people wouldn't know about you just from following you? Oh gosh. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, I don't know if this is what I said last time I was on the podcast. So if it is, well, whatever. Um, but for me, it would be mostly that like people don't know that I'm actually like really shy in person. I think because I post a lot online of my life and like whatever, people just assume like I'm very extroverted in person. But once you meet me in person, I'm very like, I think quiet or so I would say that I'm just like more shy honestly yeah I feel like I would say the same thing but also it's like I can match energies so if like the person who I'm talking to or hanging out with isn't like giving me like any energy that I'm gonna match that and so sometimes it's just not a vibe you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. I'm the same way I wouldn't say I'm like a super shy person but when you first get to know me if I don't feel comfortable right away it does take me a little longer so I do come across shy but yeah. then once I'm comfortable with you, I will talk your ear off. And like, I'm super, <laughs> like, it's funny. I was out with a couple of friends on Saturday night and I started talking about the bar exam and my friend was just watching me like have a conversation. And like, I'm so like animated, my hands, I'm passionate, I'm loud. He's like, Ooh, what is this? Sign of- <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen me like that. And it's like, if I'm passionate about something or if I'm enjoying myself, I'm, 
I'm like very animated, but if I don't know you and feel comfortable, I am really shy. But also, yeah, I match energies. Like if people aren't giving me the same energy, like I kind of feel like, okay, I can't really be myself. So like I do clam up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how I am. Yeah. But what's that like then? Like if you like Amanda, especially like since you are more of a shy person, like sharing your life online, Mm -hmm. what prompted you to start sharing so much of your life online? And like, what is it like now? Yeah. Um, so when I first started posting my life online in like a non like, like, um, because when I started online, I was like 11. And it was like more so like, fan Twitter and stuff. So when I started sharing more of like, actually me, I was like 15, 16, and I didn't have like many friends. So that was kind of like my outlet of like, where I can be myself and like, not feel kind of scared to do so. And I've never been like that scared to post online. I was more scared of people finding it rather than like being myself online what was the question no just like what is it like now since you are more shy in person oh yeah yourself online I think for me I kind of separate it sometimes I'm like oh like this is Amanda like YouTube Amanda and then in real life that's like me I mean I've gotten a little less shy over time just because I feel like I've shared so much that I'm like okay everyone knows everything about me even though that's probably not the case so it's helped me open up more in person but I don't know. I think I take time to open up to people though. Like it has to be someone like I really click with to like be myself right away versus like takes yeah. me a while. Like also talking um to a camera is so different than hanging out with people in real life. Mm-hmm. It's like and once you do it for so long, it's like you get so comfortable with just talking to yeah. a camera. Cause I know growing up, like I would just talk to myself like in my room, like in front of a mirror, which is like kind of the same thing as speaking into a camera. So it's just like you get really used to that. Yeah, no, for sure. I still talk to myself. I think everyone. Oh, oh, I just yeah. No, I do <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like also like having a podcast. It's a stream of consciousness, and like that's where I get like my feelings out and my emotions. Like that's how my mm-hmm. out. But Amanda, you mentioned fan Twitter, and that's how you like started online. And you guys actually met mm-hmm. on fan Twitter. So can you talk about how you guys met on social media, and how did you take a social media friendship to? become an in real life friendship because I feel like that's such a hot topic now well I haven't been like a part of the whole stand twitter like community or anything I joined like two years ago or last year I kind of forget honestly (laughs) um I joined really quick for some completely like different and related thing and then we met on a space they do spaces which I had no clue what spaces were I just joined one for some random reason. I was like bored one day. (laughs) And then Amanda was on it with a couple of other people. And then she DM'd me afterwards and she was like, uh, she gave me her number and she was like, I feel like we're going to be best friends. Something along those lines. And then we just stopped. We started talking every day, like after that. It was so crazy. (laughs) What was your experience with it? Like starting out so young and now that it's been like over 10 years. Yeah. Um, so stand Twitter is one of the most toxic places I've ever been a part of. Um, I'm not like I don't associate myself with it really now. Like I talk to people on it sometimes, but like not like I was before. But growing up, it was really weird. So my account was a Just Me account, and it got pretty popular to the point where like when I would go to his shows, people would come up to me and be like, "Oh, is this like your like username and stuff?" And like one person took a picture with me, which is like really weird. Um, but yeah, growing up on it was it taught me a lot and I like to like I think I chronically grew up online 
um, because like I said, I didn't have a lot of friends in person. So that was like my space. But now it's still as toxic as it used to be. And there's like people that are my age, which is like 25 and up that are still on it that are as toxic as they were when they were like 12. So it's not like my favorite space. I don't really go on it that much anymore. I think that's good though that you recognize how toxic it was and like, you know, grateful for for it and everything that you gained from it, but also recognizing like mm-hmm. that's a good place for me to be and that you can like separate yourself from it now. It's like, that's yeah. But yeah, I uh it's funny, Twitter spaces, like I've never used it. I know it's like their version of Clubhouse, but I've never actually used Twitter spaces. So that's funny that that's how you guys yeah. met. Yeah, like, yeah, it's weird because like I would have never like I started it so it's like a room where people like talk if anyone doesn't know what it is and like anyone can join and I'm like really not the type of person like I said I'm shy I don't like like talking to people I don't really know like right off the bat so I don't know what made me do that that day but that's what I did and I also don't join those like (laughs) so it's just like it was like meant to be yeah hey everything happens for a reason that's a common theme on the podcast but yeah like how do you guys go from texting every day to like becoming like in real life friends? Like who made the move to be like, we should like go meet up or do you guys live in the same city? Like what's that? Like what has that been like that transition um, to like texting all day to like actually friends? So we don't live, like she lives in Ohio and I live in Montreal. So it's like, I don't know how long that is, but it's kind of far. We met in person because the person that like we met through was Madison Beer. Um, and she was having a festival. Well, she was performing at a festival in LA in June. And one of our old friends at the time lives there. Um, and we all decided to just meet up. I hadn't met that other person either. And we just made a weekend out of it. And then I went to graduation the next day in Montreal. <laughs> I do remember this. That's, <laughs> that's scary. Like, how do you like, from like not knowing somebody to all of a sudden like traveling to meet them across or for you in a different country for Lauren halfway across the country Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what was that like were your parents afraid were you worried like maybe this won't work out honestly no Um, because well go ahead (laughs) okay (laughs) we were talking we had like hour-long conversations like I literally our conversations were like six hours long and I'd never felt so comfortable and so open with someone in such a short like amount of time so meeting it was just like I don't know like we were childhood friends it was so weird yeah I didn't feel like usually like I said when I meet people I was stressed it was gave me so much anxiety because I'm just like a very big like first impressions person and I always give like the worst one at least I think I always give the worst ones maybe it's like my anxiety telling me that but I was just stressed because I was like okay like we get along so well like when we talk on the phone and stuff like that but like maybe I'm just like a trash person in person um (laughs) yeah that's just how I think um so I was really like anxious and because Lauren had already met our old friend and I didn't so I was going in it meeting like two new people so that was a lot for me but I mean yeah I think it went well and like you said like sometimes things don't work out and we're not friends with that other person but that's like a whole other thing but I think it's just like you don't know until you meet people yeah I agree I mean there's like I was talking about this earlier with someone like we have to be wary of strangers for sure there's a reason why it's stranger danger but everyone before you meet them is a stranger so you have to like at Mm -hmm. like you you guys talked for so long beforehand like you guys got to know each other you built a friendship that you felt like you knew them and of course like there's there's always the situation where like that person isn't who they say they are and they're not that genuine that that does happen but Mm -hmm. I think 
I like to think that we're pretty good judges of character, especially having grown up online. Like we interact with so many different people and so many different characters and so many like, you know, we consume so much content about people and life that like we, but that does hurt us too. when we don't have like, we don't like know how to be like around actual humans at the same time. So it's like an interesting dichotomy, but like once you guys met in person, like, was it any, like, was it instant? Like what happened next? Like, how did you, cause now you guys are long distance besties. Like how often do you see each mm-hmm. other? Like where, where does the, where did the friendship go from there? Once you guys met? I'm so like awkward talking about this. Um, <laughs> Hey, so when we met, I think it was fine. Like we picked her up from the airport. And I think it was like fine. Um, then we went for food and like it didn't feel awkward for me anymore after like 30 minutes from there I feel like our friendship just grew more um I don't think we see each other that often to be honest because flights are fucking expensive um I think like every like four months I would say like an estimate I feel like that's pretty good that's once a quarter yeah yeah or well quarters three months I don't know a little bit it's like once every three times a year so that's not that bad yeah <laughs> we're, we actually have a trip planned um end of july that's i'm exciting. coming to canada yeah my first time so i'm excited yeah i know i need to go to canada too i need to visit amanda but so yeah <laughs> yeah i need to uh definitely in the summer when it's not freezing cold i mean you're from ohio yeah. so you can use the cold but like for me oh I yeah cold. <laughs> um but yeah, so then you guys started a podcast. So can you talk a little bit about your podcast? And like you said, grab some tissues and Shirley Temple because that's what us just speaking about. We want to go to 3 a.m. phone call, which I love that. So talk a little bit about starting a podcast, what you guys talk about on the podcast and like the Shirley Temples. Like, <laughs> what's with that? Well, Shirley Temples are our favorite drinks. We like always talk about wanting them. We actually got cherries tattooed on us when we were in New York the last time but I don't even know how the whole like idea came about we just I feel like because we had those like hour-long conversations we knew that like our conversations flowed really well really well and I feel like I don't know podcasts kind of just like made sense yeah yeah well I'm gonna call you out for a second so um, when (laughs) when Lauren and I first started talking she was always talking about how she wants to start a YouTube a podcast and all these things and I was like I'm a very big like do it type person obviously since I have so many like different streams of social media she never did it <laughs> to this day she hasn't posted a YouTube video <laughs> but that's okay um but then yeah we were talking about it and I was like I don't remember who like how it really came about either it kind of just happened but we were talking about like starting a podcast and like we were brainstorming names and then all of a sudden we had like a Pinterest mood board made and then I thought we were going to make like a logo like digital one because we don't live near each other so I was like oh that's easier but then Lauren was like oh no like we should do it in person so then we booked flights to New York and then one thing after another it kind of just happened yeah I think that's like my podcast was like that too like I like had the idea of it and then someone was like no you need to do it and like within it was like two months but like considering how much I had to think it through like logistically like once I finally like set my head on like okay I'm doing this it all happened very quickly and I think that's just like a good piece of advice like if you have an idea if you have a gut feeling that you want to do something just go for it and like figure it out later Mm -hmm. and it's kind of even your friendship too it's like okay like I 
like we have this connection like let's like lean into it let's pursue that and it's been like really great for you guys so what are some things you guys talk about on the podcast like is it like conversational is it interviews like self-help like what what is that to us about when we're recording this we only have like four episodes out right now so I don't know when this is gonna go up but um right now it's just us we want to do interviews like with guests in the future but those we want to do in person because I feel like that's just more fun and especially I don't know it just sounds more fun I don't do that on my podcast my other podcast since I have one so in person would be fun but we kind of just talk about everything and anything if I had to like categorize it, I would say like it's a mix of like like lifestyle slash self-help slash mental health slash, slash like life experiences. <laughs> so a lot of different things. I don't think there's like a niche for it um, per se. Um, and yeah, that's what I think it's it's about like random stuff, whatever we're feeling, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's fair. That's how mine is. I, I'm just curious because I feel like people nowadays are so like oh, what's your podcast about? Like the name has to like tell you everything that it's about. And like people, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like we're going back into this niche thing again. I'm like, no, like I just, you can't put me in a box. Like I have so many different interests and want to talk about everything that, like my podcast is literally a stream of consciousness. I mean, Amanda knows best. She has to hear <laughs> where everybody else does. But, um, but I like that it's just you guys being yourselves and like the 3 a.m. phone call, like you guys talk about anything. You can laugh, you can cry you know, talk about whatever happened in the news that day or a movie that just came out or a song that you guys like, like that is, those are fun. Like I wish more people, like I try to listen to those podcasts and sometimes they're so hard to listen to. Cause like you, if you like, it's like all inside jokes or like super like niche, like between the two of them where it's like, this shouldn't really be a podcast. Like mm-hmm. you can do this like yourselves, like or on like a live <laughs> I'm like, I don't really know if I need to listen to this on a podcast, but I think when it's coming from a place of like sharing your experiences and your stories to help others, then it makes it a lot more enjoyable with like the tidbits stuck in there. So yeah, yeah. you guys, it, you told me like, we always joke about saying how you, we share the same brain. Like, what do you guys mean? Like, do you finish each other's sentences? Like how, like how connected are you guys? Like really? Super. <laughs> it's so weird. I've never like, met another person who just understands me like it's just it's even hard to explain and I can't even comprehend it but it's just really crazy we think alike we like the same things we have the same interests but it's just something about our connection it's just so it's bizarre (laughs) Yeah, yeah like sometimes I'm like I don't know like for example there was this one time we said this on our podcast but there was this one time where like Lauren screenshotted like a picture from Pinterest and she had sent it to me like a few days later and she's like oh like this like made me think of you and I was like what the fuck and I went through my uh screenshots and I had the exact same picture saved and we saved it the exact same day so it's like stuff like that mm-hmm. or like sometimes like I don't know like we say things and we're like oh like I was literally just thinking that or like it's just like weird things like that I don't know how like to literally no the other day I went to the cheesecake factory and Amanda was like I was just thinking about going there so it's like things like that that always happen yeah I mean I think that's cool like it's like they always talk about soulmates being like a relationship like a love her like friend like a love relationship like a partner but I think soulmates also can be friends and I think I would argue they're even more important for them to be friends because those are the people that will be there for you throughout everything 
And one of my friends actually, like, I think she's like one of my friends soulmates sent me a couple of weeks ago, a TikTok. And it was like, I think the reason why I don't need a male or female, like a significant other is because my female friendships are so strong and like they nurture me in the ways that I need it that like I don't really need a partner like I have my people and so it's cool when you find like your kindred spirit like that your soulmate that like just gets you and you don't really have to explain or try and I think that's the cool thing about social media friendships is like you guys already like on some level are on the same page because you're both choosing to share your lives online it's like you get that aspect which mm-hmm. means people that are not in that world would not understand but that's a fundamental part of like who you are yeah oh, I think like 100%. because we met like through music that's like one of the like number one things we share in common um and like my friends like from my hometown and stuff like of course like they're good friends and everything like that um but I feel like for like that part of my life they don't really get it and like as much as I can try to explain to someone like oh like this is why like I, I travel for shows or this is why I do whatever I do it's like harder to explain to someone that doesn't see it in the same way as you do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're always traveling and I'm like, where are you going? She's like, I have a concert <laughs> this way. And I'm like, wait, that's so cool. I'm like, I want to go to a concert. Like, I want to go. I want to do something fun. Okay. Um, well, when I visit, we can go to a concert. Yeah. I don't know. I, we'll I, might, there, but. <laughs> I might go to like a Quinn. I forget the name of the artist right now some concerts tomorrow I need to actually text my friend if I'm going to that um I think yeah, you should go trying to um I didn't I'm trying <laughs> to be more social this year like I feel like for so long I was like in this little bubble and now I'm like I've just like I've come out of my shell I'm like I'm ready to be social I want to meet everybody I want to do everything and I'm like I need to like slow my roll like there's not enough hours <laughs> to do everything that I want to do and like also I'm gonna be tired like I need to give myself a chance to take a break but also mm-hmm. you only live once um have you guys gone to concerts together like what do you what What are your favorite things to do when you guys do get a chance to spend time together like, what do you guys go do we have yeah gone, yeah our last one was was it maggie yeah right in dc mm-hmm. yeah maggie lindeman that was really fun yeah i don't, I don't know <laughs> way more uh, yeah i feel like a lot of people we like are small yeah yeah um yeah I think we've been to like three or four shows together now that's cool yeah yeah I'm not really one to like if if like I'm not going to discover music I'm gonna like if you send it to me like you should listen to this song mm-hmm. you might like it I'd be like okay cool I'm, I'm, I'll probably like fall in love with it and like listen to every song of theirs but like <laughs> I'm not usually the one discovering music mm-hmm. um mostly because I just listen to like Spanish music on repeat oh yes I'm yes. in a country music era <laughs> right now. Can't too, relate. But <laughs> a country music, either. you said? Yeah. Oh, no. like, it's like that's one like, of the <laughs> That's the one of the ones that I can't do. No. Same. Country music. But yeah. Yeah. Like either one I mean, I've tried. I mean, yeah, it's not for everybody. I mean, I don't like all of country music, mm-mm. but there's some songs or some artists where I tend like I, I I don't know. I like to think of it as like country music and Spanish music, they the common thread is that they're usually song written like like singer songwriter like you know they're not these commercial like catchy pop songs they're like actually deep life people's stories one's in a different language but it's the same concept and so I think that's to me why I like it like I think they both like people think I'm like country and Spanish like two completely different things but like 
they go together for me in my head because of that like I can relate like I listen to a country song and I'm like oh that's my relationship with this person like oh like I've been through that or same thing with Spanish music and like I will send my friends every day like me or at whoever or like this is my relationship with whoever my friends like stop finding signs in every song you listen to I'm like I literally can't help it like at this point it's just that lyric like I happen to tune into that particular lyric that in that moment and like that reminded me of somebody and like I attach meanings to songs people are like this is annoying stop doing that but yeah I don't know we'll see I, I go through phases with music and tv and like everything like it just depends on what I'm in the mood for like lately I like there's this one country artist Megan Maroney and she has a song called Tennessee Orange it's about oh I've heard that Tennessee and about football and falling in love in Knoxville with someone that she like shouldn't and didn't expect to and I was like oh this made me nostalgic for Knoxville like I do kind of miss that place um and like other songs of hers are pretty good but yeah like it depends like it just like I'll I'll get hooked through like one lyric or a song not an artist necessarily and I don't really go to concerts as much as I want to that's because they're just so expensive how do you guys afford to go to concerts um well um, whenever I I, know. I traveled um to Europe for Madison I had three jobs at the time so I was just trying to save and I somehow managed but I always say the memories like well okay money <coughs> money will come yeah. I feel like money will come absolutely and I think and I and I I think it's also part of it people choose to spend their money differently for sure but it's just like I don't know because man I feel like you're always traveling I'm like Jesus Christ lady like do you ever like sit in one place for a week and like <laughs> I do okay. I'm not going anywhere now <laughs> until like June so June's in three weeks. <laughs> June's in three weeks. <laughs> no, I, I was home all of May. Was I? Yeah, I was home all of May. So that's an accomplishment. Probably. <laughs> I feel like you're always somewhere. And I'm like, damn, I want that life. Um, but no, it's funny. I, I joke but, but about that because it's just hard. Like, also, like, it's it, people don't realize that it's like a priorities thing. And like, my dad and I were actually talking. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got really into Formula One recently, like the car racing. And the tickets are really expensive for the races in the U.S., but they're cheaper for the ones in Europe. Obviously, the flight and the accommodations is, adds up, but we could go to a historic race somewhere in Europe and save money on the actual experience of the race and like make a trip out of it. And I think if you're going to travel for something like a concert or like an event, like if you make a trip out of it, it makes it worth it, and like you're willing mm-hmm. to save, put more energy and prioritize that, and it's it's a hobby for you. So then it works out. It's just people that like, I think don't really comprehend that. It's like, oh, she, she's always traveling. Like she's never in one place at the same time. Like, does she have a job? It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Well, people have been like, oh, like it's your parents' money and type of shit. But like my parents do not give me a cent for this stuff. Like if yeah. I go on a trip, if you see me at a concert or a trip, like it's 90, not even 99, 100% my money. Um, I just like, yeah, like I save for this. Like right now, like we're going to talk about Madison. Um, she's supposed to go on tour at some point this year or next year and I've already started like saving for it on the side so like that's how I kind of make it work like I don't just like have money coming out of my ass like like that like people think Um, so it's just like for me a lot about saving and like you said I like to travel and I like to go to shows so like doing both of them at the same time is like yeah it's for me and yeah 
and like whenever I'm somewhere I always try and make sure like I actually do something and not just sit in the hotel the whole time because I don't know I like to like experience things as well not just the show yeah yeah that's the thing yeah I was like because that that's the part like that I I like wasn't clear on like I, you don't really talk about like that you do other things so it's just like she's traveling and she's at a concert and then she's like home again it's like you just travel yeah, but like if you're <laughs> are, you are experiencing other things and like making the most out of your time there then I think it's totally worth it um mm-hmm. I'm crazy when I travel like ask Lauren like <laughs> I'll make an itinerary like oh, we're yeah. doing things like that's the type of person I am yeah that's my mom I'm like I'm a good mix of like I want an itinerary but I want it to be loose enough that if I feel like I just want a break like we could take a break mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I love having I, I'm not really one to be in hotels or Airbnbs I don't really do hotels I mostly do Airbnbs because like I'm never gonna be in the hotel so like I don't need the amenities and yeah Airbnb saves me so much more money and usually like they're more like authentic to wherever you are and mm-hmm. closer and smaller and like easier and then I really get to just be out in wherever I am experiencing the culture um is like Madison Beer your guys's favorite artist because like that's how you guys met you guys talk about her a lot I think I would say yeah. her and like Justin Bieber are my like number one I know for me it's like Madison I love Ariana just because I also grew up with her like I loved Ariana since I was a little girl like I was 11 she was on Victoria. I think I've told Amanda this <laughs> I had a I hated Ariana Grande growing up really <laughs> because my ex-boyfriend in high school cheated on me with a girl who kind of looked like her and she would dye her hair that like red like the red oh my she look like her and I just like, hated that girl <laughs> and trauma. him and I are, like him and I are friends like, there's no beef now but it's just like I mean this was like 10 10 years ago um him and I like are like Facebook friends now or whatever and like her and I too like one time she like swiped up on my story like said something to me and I was like oh like you follow me <laughs> like I you. hope you're doing well I'm like bitch why are you talking to me <laughs> but <laughs> beef, like it was just stupid but like but I hate high school stuff she annoyed it the hell out of me because of that one girl um but no now I like I decided for That's her to funny. do it wicked yeah I'm so excited but oh yeah Justin Bieber I I am not a I've never been a believer or anything but I do like (laughs) his music I just I don't know like I'm not I'm not a fan like a stan like that like I'm not someone who gets like do I know what's going on with people like pop culture and I love pop culture but I'm not like super heavily invested in anyone Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like I'm also though invested in like the people themselves like I love um like Taylor Swift for example but I'm not like a a Swifty you know like I'll listen to her old stuff stuff but I don't know like who else is really big yeah I I wouldn't say like but I do like direction yeah like yeah no I've never been I did love I got to like yeah I think it was like when we were growing up it was either like you're on Justin Bieber or like you're on One Direction that's noble you choose very true true. I wasn't either (laughs) oh I was One Direction what about Jonas Brothers (laughs) Jonas Brothers were my life that was my favorite that was my first concert that and Hilary Duff Hilary Duff was my first concert Hilary Duff was my first and then it was right after it was was Jonas Brothers and Montana like it was like she was a part of the tour well, iconic we didn't get her I don't know what <laughs> I can't tell you which tour it was 
Actually, it's like me they, and it's uh, long ago. They, um, they just came out with like a dad, a father-daughter dance song for like weddings because um, it's written about their daughters. And um, one of my friends, Alana, who is a major mm-hmm. Jones Brothers fan, she's like, this is going to be my father-daughter dance song at my wedding and it's like this is full circles like oh that's so cute I'm like I especially since she interviewed them on her podcast I yeah. saw that yeah that's and crazy that's so wild they're like everywhere now because they're promoting this album and like this concert that they're doing um but yeah I've never really like I don't know yeah I see more people like are they're, they're people they're humans too like I don't want to like put them on this like super mm-hmm. pedestal like they can do no wrong or like oh yeah I'm no. be outraged if they something like I'm not one like I'm not that level of fan like I just like their music or I like them as a person um Mm -hmm. so that's why I've never called myself like any whatever like fandom name um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah especially not I think I've kind of grown out of that though a bit yeah like when I was younger I'd always be like oh like I'm a believer or whatever but now I would never walk around calling myself that that is too much for me (laughs) But yeah. like I think yeah like I used to be very invested in like every single step of what like Justin did for example but now I feel like before I used to put them on a pedestal but now I think like you said like they're just humans and like they're just more popular than I am yeah, but at the end of the day mistakes. like they go to bed in their bed and that's it yeah they make mistakes like, like things are gonna happen like a couple of weeks ago when her book came out share it telling people mm-hmm. why they should go read her book and learn more mm-hmm. about her and I was just saying like I think it's really important that you met you did that because not just for her but for anybody it's like we only see such a small glimpse of these people's stories we will never know everything that's going on and it's mm-hmm. important for them to be able to have the opportunity to share it in their own words when they're ready and you know like she's really young she's our age like to be writing a book like she's lived so much life like She'll probably write another book in another 10, 15 years, sharing how much she's earned from that point. And like, you know, these celebrities don't and cannot share as much in real time as we do for safety reasons or because they're touring or whatever movies or like they're under contracts or things like that. So like, we will never know everything that's going on and that's okay. And people need to understand that what you do choose to put public and although is the truth, or it should be the truth isn't the whole truth yeah I feel like a lot of people like think that they deserve to know a lot more than they get yeah. um which is like annoying like for example I mean I can bring up Madison because that's like the most recent things I can think of but like she's like in a relationship and people are always like wanting to know more about like them and that aspect or like I even saw on like Twitter the other day like he doesn't post a lot about her so then they were like oh like she should break up with him because like he doesn't like support her or whatever but, but then like, if he posted her know? every like, picture they would be annoyed that like every chaser like yeah like yeah yeah, yeah. no one can that's win. like where i'm like people are annoying you can't win i i literally mm. I, I i'm always i'm pretty sure you've heard me say this a million times but like i will never post my children or my husband like mm. I'm not post first of all I'm most definitely never posting a bump pic holding my stomach like that's <laughs> major now and I'm just not gonna be like I'm sorry I'm be fucking up a wall um and I'm not gonna be posting my husband and my kid in every fucking picture like on occasion you may see them in the background or like uh, like I'm really proud of like 
whatever they accomplished kind of thing. Like I do that with my family or my brother, like, like they're a part of my content on occasion, but they're not my content. Like they're not my personality. They're Mm -hmm. not in real life. My personality, they're not my online personality. There's some things that need to be kept private and sacred. And like, I actually created a private account for my friends and family. Like I never had that. My one account was like everything. And I was like, you know, when I do have a boyfriend or kids, like I do want to be able to share pictures for my family and friends, but I don't necessarily need the whole world to see that. Like, that's not yeah. who I am. And as I'm, you know, with TikTok and there's more discoverability now, I'm like, I don't really need like random people on the internet seeing that side of my life. Like that's private and personal. And like celebrities do the same thing. We need to respect that and give them the privacy that they deserve. Because that you would want Yeah. Yeah, that's where I kind of like when there's like family channels. I don't know like how I feel about that per se because yeah, because some of the kids like I just feel bad for them. What's their names? I think their names are the Labyrinth family. Yes, could be wrong. Yes, I know her talking. But they're like this white family. Yeah, Yeah, and then there's this their one kid looks miserable in every single video they post, and like they just keep popping out babies like left and right. Like I don't even think they like like right after the baby's out like they have another one and it's like it's come to the point where like it looks like they have babies just for like their youtube channel type of thing and i don't know and like i feel like so many kids are like in that like world are just thrown on to the internet and like they have a following after and everything like that even if like they may not like even want that so it's kind of sad in a way to think of it that way yeah they don't have autonomy to make their own decisions and that's like my thing it's like if my kid wants to be a part of my content or wants to like do a try on haul me cool then yeah of course but until you choose that you want to be on it like I don't I want you to have your own private life like away from because growing up online like you said like you grew up on a very toxic platform like social media is is toxic it can be it can be really great yeah but it can also be really toxic and I would rather them be able to have their own like identity and lives and choose to be a part of these things and like you know if I didn't love it and want to do it I wouldn't be doing it anymore but like Mm -hmm. not gonna like you know make make it's it's not a bit it's not for like other people it's for us yeah there's also so many like creeps on the internet when it comes to kids, mm-hmm. it's like I I don't think I'm ever gonna post my kids on the internet. Never say never because I can't say it now. I don't have kids, but like I don't know. At least when they're little, like I I don't think I'll post them. Yeah, I if yeah. I'll be I'll be really shocked if I post like my kids like face and like ever like you know like you'll see me holding a baby maybe, but like right right not not <laughs> even like I'm really that's not really my personality. <laughs> yeah yeah I don't have kids either yeah nowhere nowhere near that <laughs> it's something I oh me either because people my age are starting to have kids and like you're seeing it a lot more and it's just like I know I'm like nope not not for me or like the I love like I'm glad soft launching became a trend oh yeah <laughs> like I was gonna do that anyway now there's a name for it but I was just gonna post like two drinks like an arm right <laughs> like I do that now like <laughs> I'm with my friends and like you'll see that there's someone there but you won't know who it is and like I'll tag them a hidden tag if they want to reshare it cool mm-hmm. but like I'm not blasting them like I'll blast my brother because my brother doesn't give a shit he like wants the attention so like <laughs> I'll put him everywhere for people wants to follow the him um that kid's a mess I was recording a podcast <laughs> earlier and he walked by and he was like he saw whoever I was recording with and afterwards he was like 
who is that? She was hot. And I was like, boy. <laughs> you know, that sounds like my brother. That sounds like, how old is your brother? 21. My brother too. Mine too. I was like, go away. We should all be friends. <laughs> yeah. sound very similar. <laughs> my brother does that all the time. I'm like, can you just like be quiet for once? Yeah. And then he was like, can you lower your voice? You're screaming into the microphone because I had headphones in. <laughs> and then he was like, but it's okay. I'm just here watching. I was like, go away. But yeah, no, and you you said you guys talk about mental health too, and like you guys share like deeper conversations as long as well as like these fun, lighthearted conversations. And I know Amanda, you're really open about your mental health, and so am I. Lauren, like, has that is that hard for you to share like that aspect of your mental health, or is it because you're talking to like one of your best friends and it's like a lot? And like, is it therapeutic? Like, what has that experience been like for you sharing that on a on a microphone and like having that? connect with people Mm -hmm. it's definitely therapeutic I feel like if I started this like a podcast before I totally would have been like scared about speaking up just because it's a very vulnerable thing to talk about um and I feel like I've definitely healed a lot of the parts of me that needed healed so I'm like comfortable talking about it now yeah. Whereas before I wouldn't have been because I was still like in it, you know, but I think I've definitely sure. come to like a better like headspace with it all. So it's been very comfortable. And then talking to Amanda, obviously, who is like so supportive about everything. It's just like makes everything extremely comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like looking at my notes app and there's um. <laughs> It's like you know you know the TikTok show that's like don't look at a girl's notes on her phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like looking at I, it, weird. I haven't participated in that trend because I don't go through my notes. I have one that says X. And I was like, I wonder what the heck is on there. Um, all I see is flip flops. That's <laughs> like the first one. Um flip flops. I hate feet. I'll put that out there. I hate feet. I don't... Like, do not show me your feet. I don't Ever. hate feet, but I don't like seeing men in flip flops unless they're on the beach. <laughs> like I don't want to see. Like, Ugh, yeah, feet. I can't talk about it. It makes <laughs> me like feel weird. Yeah. No, but I want. I want to. I love having these more like lighthearted, fun conversations because I feel like I've been having such like in depth business like conversations lately. Like this is like a more fun, lighthearted mm-hmm. one. Um, what is like. Like, what are some things, like, your go-to topics? Like, if you feel like you don't really have anything, to, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's always something to talk about with pop culture. Um, or, like, if it, you're me, like, there's always some crazy story going on in my life to talk about. But <laughs> like, what are, like, some of your go-to, like, topics or icebreakers, like, that you guys, like, love to share on the show? Um, I guess it's hard with only four episodes, but mm-hmm. I feel like right now we've talked a lot about things that we've spoken about personally but we brought it to like a bigger scale and like talked about about it more in depth um but I'm like oh I love talking about mental health just because I feel like when I was growing up no one really spoke about it to me um so I I was like always looking for it on the internet like oh like like when I was depressed I didn't know that was like really a thing I found it out myself you know how I found out that like my my whole like mental health journey was actually Demi Lovato's documentary like when we were in like oh my God. 
Amanda, you and I are the same age. We were like seventh grade. I forget the name of the documentary now. I don't know. It was like right when she was like going, transitioning away from her like Disney things mm-hmm. into oh, the yeah, yeah. and like her book. Um, I, I don't know what it's called. Somewhere. But I know it's, yeah, like I feel like that was just like how. That was the very beginning of me like, yeah. recognizing. Like I remember her sharing it and I was like, mom, I think I might be bipolar. And it ended up being that I have both depression, my voice is cracking, that I have both depression and anxiety, not bipolar. But it was that, like seeing people start talking about it publicly and share their journey and their experience with it. I was like, okay, like I'm not alone in feeling this way. And yeah, yeah. I love that we get to be the ones to do that for the next year. Yeah, that's and kind of like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like that's where, like I found out a lot on Tumblr. It was probably not the best place to be because that place was like, I don't oh, know if you've ever been yeah. on it. Yeah, I it was so it. toxic, so depressing. Like, yeah, it was. I dark. think that place triggered me a lot, and I didn't realize that at the time, obviously. But like, um, how deep do you want to get? <laughs> Can I t- like? Go, okay, no, go. okay. <laughs> like on Tumblr, that's where I kind of like learned about like eating disorders and stuff. And I was like, oh, like these people got skinny because they didn't eat, or they would like throw up and stuff yeah. like that. And then like I was like, oh, like at the time I was struggling a lot with my body and I was like I can get like that if I do those things so I kind of like gave myself an eating disorder because of what I saw online so that's like the bad part to it but I feel like that's why like I wanted to create like a space where like I talk about it in a way that kind of educates people and not make them do what I did when I was younger um yeah but yeah yeah no absolutely I think that's the beauty of being able to share a story it's like I'm telling you what I did not to encourage you to do it but to Mm -hmm. show you that if that is your experience like there is like somewhere like there's a a light at the end of the tunnel like you can get Mm -hmm. into a better place like I'm proof of that but also that you know don't do what I did like if you see yourself going through these same things that I'm going through like now you you're hearing someone's experience who has been through it and like look at where I am now when I'm reflecting on it like maybe check yourself like look inward and I'm giving the tools to be able to mm-hmm. do that a lot more because yeah we didn't have that growing up it's actually funny that my mom yeah. walked in here as we were talking about this because <laughs> they don't fucking get it yeah oh, we get to oh. be the ones to help people with that yeah I mean I could tell a story go about my parents um so when I was 16 um that's when like I really started like self-harming and stuff and these people at school told on me (laughs) they went to like the I don't know who she was like I think she was a principal um and they went to tell her and she didn't speak to me about it she called my mom she told her what people were saying and I think like obviously like now like she gets it a little bit more but at the time it was more so like why would you do that and like why do people like have to know about it versus more more, like are you okay type of thing my mom so I think like the exact same way yeah it's like hard because I don't think they get it and because not because they're like ignorant or anything but because they didn't grow up in like a culture or society that like spoke about it yeah 
that and I think cultural too I don't know like my parents weren't born here I don't know if you got your parents were born here either of you but I think a lot of that even though they grew up here and they went to high school here their parents were not at all a part of society the way that they are for us yeah yeah so it's a generational thing it's also a cultural thing beauty of the internet is that we are able to share these experiences in a way that is organic and like like a podcast where it's like you're just in your ear like event session or a happy hour with a friend like you go to the 3 a.m phone call like for me it's like if you feel like you need advice and you need to talk to someone because you don't know where to go and you feel alone and then you don't like you have all these questions like I hope that there's a podcast episode somewhere in here that like helps you with whatever it is you're going yeah. through because you're never as 100%. alone. So mm-hmm. yeah. I love that I agree. for you guys through like Twitter and like through meeting people online and really being able to build something like that. Like, where do you see the podcast going from here? <laughs> I mean I have a lot lot of of goals (laughs) yeah and it's like I think it's just because I've been doing like this stuff for so long that like my head goes like literally god knows where half the time um but I don't know I'm excited to like see where it goes I want to have guests on specific ones yeah we're Um, excited for guests yeah I think that's gonna be like you like dream oh we don't have any like planned but but like who would you want to have on like dream guests I think it only makes sense oh yeah Yeah. exactly it only makes sense because that's how we met so I feel like having her on would just kind of be like full circle Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I think that'll be cool I've never done an in-person actually I recently did an in-person podcast episode for someone else's podcast but yeah I don't know if I could conduct a full episode myself in person I feel like I've never done I've done like one in-person one but it was like not like I want to do it like in a studio type of vibe like yeah that's I have that experience but I I I haven't yeah most of because there's not really studios here but also I'm like I'm just so used to doing it on zoom it makes it so easy Mm -hmm. I can talk to anybody whereas like in my city I'm like limited and I'm not going to travel for podcast episodes like yet unless I'm like already going to be there for some reason Mm -hmm. well the only person I travel with if Madison said like okay like come here and I'll be on it like I will be on the next (laughs) plane but yeah obviously like more so like I would like plan it like oh if if we're going like here and like there was someone I knew was there like that's how I would like plan it usually yeah unless they're like like that. Or like we yeah. said earlier, just make a trip out of it. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Going to LA is always fun. Yeah. No, yeah. like, yeah, from in New York, like, I try to make, like, get a coffee or, like, lunch or dinner with some clients or someone to be able to, like, get the most out of it. So I would do, like, a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. I was in Dallas. I did the same thing. I try to I try to make the most of it. Um, Like, you know, not really intentionally trying to make business with pleasure but like if I can knock two birds with one stone like why not exactly yeah. and it's only like usually like an hour of your yeah. time and then the rest of it like as long as you're doing other things too it's not solely business stuff yeah yeah I'm excited to see yeah this episode will probably go out sometime in July so you'll have quite a few more episodes up yeah <laughs> and I'm excited to see where it goes for you guys um and I think it's really cool but I don't know how you have like 300 different podcasts and you do all the editing that you do 
Um, <laughs> I don't know either. Props to you. Actually, I made a TikTok about that. It's like, if I ever gave you the illusion that I have my shit together, I know I'm just delusional enough to think that I can or that I do. And I'm like, that's me when people me. ask me how I do everything that I do. And like, you're the same way. <laughs> Lauren, what do you do so, in school, like work? Like, what do you do outside of the podcast? So I have a couple of jobs. Um, my dad owns a daycare. Um, it's an at-home daycare. So I work for him. And then I also nanny. And I got really into doing nails. So I do nails on the side too. And then photography, I'm kind of starting that. So yeah, that's good. We love yep. multifaceted person. Yes. One <laughs> who has a lot of different <laughs> ventures. I think it's really important. Like as someone who I'm, I'm a little older than you, like someone who it's so important to have multiple streams of income to be able to sit, like build yeah. a financial like stability like yeah you know yeah eventually well it's the goal but like just like having like multiple streams of income for safety and security and you know having fun money like one stream of income is concert money and one stream of income is rent and one stream of income is whatever Mm -hmm. just makes it a lot more I don't know less stressful I think yeah I think it's also just important doing what you love if you don't love to do it like then you're not gonna enjoy it and I don't know yeah no I don't think like you you're like your life is so short for you to just do a job that you hate every day yeah like that's especially in your 20s I feel like because I am so young I can just like kind of try to do different things and then find exactly what like I want to do yeah because I have my whole life to do it (laughs) yeah absolutely and you could always combine different things like to get to your ultimate career like you can build your own career we have that's the beauty of social media but also just like the digital age it's like anything you want you can create it you can make the most of it like I built this career that I have by combining two things that don't go together and I'm successful you know if you want to make something happen like my career didn't exist five years ago yours might not exist yet and you never know but like because you Mm -hmm. are following what you're passionate about right now it'll like get you to that point later on in the future so I think it's yeah. I was just curious just because like I didn't know I don't really know you outside of this yeah <laughs> um, but yeah no thank you guys so much for coming on where can everyone find it I'll link it below well thanks for having us yes thank you um you can follow the podcast on Instagram it's that so us.podcast and then you can listen to it on literally anywhere you listen to anywhere. podcasts <laughs> yeah and on YouTube um yeah that's that cool and i amanda has i've shot amanda like every episode she's my editor i will link her <laughs> contact info below if you need an editor for anything um but yeah thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast thank you